Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising. We are less than seven weeks from the filing deadline for California's June primary. And while there's been a flurry of activity at the congressional and legislative level, not one major Republican has stepped forward to run for governor or the U.S. Senate yet. No GOP challengers have emerged to run against incumbents Gavin Newsom and Alex Padilla. And it's not clear that any significant candidates will. After Governor Newsom's resounding defeat of the recall in September, have all the possible Republican opponents been scared off? Will the California Republican Party field anyone to make a race of these two high-profile seats? It's looking less and less likely with the March 11th filing deadline fast approaching, the primary election itself coming up on June 7th, just four and a half months away. And what impact could the lack of a big name at the top have on some key down-ballot races? Well, for more on what's going on, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Mike Madrid, longtime Republican political consultant based in Sacramento, the co-founder of Project Lincoln. Thank you so much for being with us once again, Mike. Um, So do you see any Republican on the horizon who's viable, uh, who might step up to run against either Gavin Newsom for governor or Alex Padilla for senator, or or are they just going to get a walkover? Well, they're going to get a walkover, and the question you asked is the right way to frame it is, one, is there a viable candidate? And the challenge in California is that probably is non-existent. Even people like Kevin Falconer, who were presumed, the former mayor of San Diego, who was presumed to be viable, ended up coming in fifth place, uh, or, or worse, I think, in the, in the recall election, just getting a, a, basically a handful of votes. So the the Republican bench has been deteriorating. The the, the list of viable candidates has been really collapsing for the better part of 20 years now. And it's no longer just finding one or two potential rising stars. There's literally nobody else out there that can pick up the mantle and speak across party lines in a way that is absolutely required if a Republican is going to be viable. So extremely daunting situation for the Republicans, which could have an effect Uh, from the top of the ticket to the bottom. You mentioned that deteriorating bench. You mentioned it's been going on for a while, almost 20 years. Why is that? What happened? Well, most candidates recognized that the party was moving and veering to the far right for some time. This is not just a Trump dynamic. Uh, He probably put the nail in the coffin, the final nail in the coffin, as it were. But the viability of moderate Republicans uh, that are good on the environment, good on, good on uh, socially progressive issues, as Californians are, while also being fiscally conservative, that, that um, type of Republican is no longer welcome in the modern Republican Party. And we've seen that with the rise of Larry Elder uh, and some of the more extreme uh, positions that he was taking, eliminating the minimum wage, for example, basic things. Prior to that, you had John Cox, who was kind of 
uh, playing footsie with white nationalist elements. This is, this is not a party that is trying to be relevant in the state of California, and it seems to be caught circling the drain as it enters this demographic cul-de-sac of speaking only to white, rural, non-college-educated men. So in retrospect, was trying to recall Governor Newsom a major miscalculation? I mean, all the most viable Republicans, those with at least some name recognition, ability to raise money, ran and lost badly. Did they shoot themselves in the foot? Should they have waited? It was an extremely bad tactic. A lot of us were, were saying that it was going to be. And the reason why is because of this exact situation. If you were not able to win in a special recall election, you completely eliminate any potentiality of winning in a regularly scheduled election. Moreover, you also uh, harm the party down ticket. There's a lot of competitive races for the United States Congress and who's going to control Congress. And if there isn't a robust Republican turnout, the chances of Republicans uh, picking up seats in the midterms is greatly diminished. And that's very much uh, the scenario that Republicans are facing without having anybody who's willing to, or able rather, to to elicit any excitement uh, with Republicans at the top of the ticket. How bad do you think will it hurt turnout? It could be it could be extremely serious. Uh, but but here's the thing: Republicans, the Republican Party has shrunk so much. It really needs to dramatically overperform um, turnout models just to be a, a competitive. So it's not necessarily that it will hurt by 10, 20, 30 points. Even a two to three percent drop-off in most races could have a, 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 a very damaging uh, impact on the outcome of these down-ticket races. And so without a viable candidate who is very well-funded, who has an inspiring message, is it likely that Republican turnout will drop one, two, three, four points, maybe more? Absolutely it is. What are you hearing from Republican donors? Are they inclined to just sit 2022 out at the state level and focus on trying to win back the House and Senate instead? That's exactly where they're at. There's a lot of uh, donor fatigue, a lot of the bigger money that would actually be required, both from individual contributors and special interest groups that uh, provide the backbone for the Republican Party, uh, have basically looked at the results of the, of the recall and said, uh, if it couldn't happen then, if it was an extreme blowout then, it's only going to be worse this year, and are not only sitting uh, California out, they're actually moving uh, money into other parts of the state. To, to have their dollar go farther in terms of what they're trying, the direction they're trying to see the country go, and essentially writing California off. You know, these things can be cyclical. We've seen ebbs and flows over the years as to what party has ascended in California. Do you think, though, that California Republicans can ever rebound? I mean, is this becoming a permanent condition? Are they going to just become more and more a minority party that, as you say, just matters in isolated pockets of the state? You know, Doug, that's a great question. For 20 years, as I've been advising uh, Republican leadership to head in a very different direction, the response was always, you know, it's a two-party state and the pendulum will ultimately swing back. There is no law saying that. It's just like the laws of gravity, right? That the idea that somehow you have to have a two-party system and that the, the minority party will eventually come back is not true. There are plenty of states like Hawaii, uh, or Vermont that have permanently blue states, and there's very no, uh, very little to no Republican infrastructure. The idea that is California uh, is is taking on more problems, and it is homelessness, housing inaffordability, the income inequality gap, public education 
there's a whole host and litany of social problems facing California. But what you need to understand is even though all of these things are deteriorating, the, the average California voter is still not viewing Republicans as a viable alternative. That's how tarnished the brand has become. That's how toxic it is. And there is no recognition about that amongst Republican leadership. They continue to double down. They have for decades. And I think we are probably seeing the final gasps of a party that is no longer even trying to be relevant in California. All right. Thank you, Mike Madrid, longtime Republican political consultant based in Sacramento. He's co-founder of Project Lincoln, a more moderate wing of the party. And, you know, as you mentioned, Vermont, I mean, Vermont does have a Republican governor. Moderate Republicans can win in northeast blue states. And we've seen that happen in California. But will it ever happen again? We'll have to see. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com, wherever you get your podcast. You can find a lot more on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 